What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Bethann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday, series Sunday, the day of the week where we talk all about one series and one series only. Chock full of spoilers. So if you have not watched the series, you should reevaluate life because this is like a staple. It it truly is. If you have not seen the show, you can't sit with us. No. And honestly, it's one of the best shows. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, also, it's only appropriate that it is the very first series Sunday of season two, albeit slightly late. An oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. Yes. We're talking Dark Blue K. DBK. 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 <laughs> okay. Let's get to the, the notes and then we'll give our opinion. Our expert opinions. expert opinions. Okay, so this came out in 2019, which makes no sense. But also, BL timelines don't make sense because BL timeline is like a Jeremy Baramy. So <laughs> you have to explain that because I don't know what that means. If you've watched The Good Place, you know what a Jeremy Baramy is. Okay. But in this TV show called The Good Place, again, if you haven't seen this TV show, like kind of weird, but okay, we'll I go with it. I tried to watch it and I started watching it, but I just wasn't into it. Anyways. <laughs> In The Good Place, time does not run in a straight line. It runs in a Jeremy Baramy because the timeline looks like loops. If you were to write Jeremy Baramy in cursive. Gotcha. So BL time is Jeremy Baramy. Yeah, yeah. And BL time, everything happened in 20 in 2020. Like so much happened in 20 and 2021 that like it's crazy. Okay, so it's 12 episodes. It's on YouTube, as is all of GMMTV stuff. We stand accessibility. Stan GMMTV. It is a it is a sequel to Kiss Me Again, and Kiss Me Again is a prequel to Kiss. But Kiss came out before Kiss Me Again. Yes. And so in order, so it's almost like Star Wars. It's almost like the Star Wars (laughs) like timeline. Makes no sense. Right. Don't try to make sense of it. Uh, and then Our Sky is like a spin-off episode, just a fun right. little episode of Tanu frolicking as Pete and Cow. I mean, as we love, a, a good Pete Cow frolic. <laughs> okay, it stars one of GMMTV's pillars. I mean. If you're new to BL, GMMTV has pillars. Four pillars, in fact. Four pillars. Go look it up, or maybe we'll do an episode about it, probably. Sure. <laughs> uh, we have Tanu. Yes. So Tay Tawan, the Tay Tawan, yes. the Tay Tawan yes. plays Pete and new, the new, the new Titty Poom plays, <laughs> Cow. that's his name. It is, it is. Cow. <laughs> plays Cow. Love it. We also have Mork played by Flute Gawain. We have Sun played by my favorite Pod Sepacorn. You do love Pod. I do love Pod. He lives his best like farm boy life and then occasionally comes into the city to act like it's not unusual for him to be holding a fish in his Instagram stories, which I love. Then we have Rain, who is Sun's brother, played by Plume, and Non, played by none other than one of the twins, AJ Chayable. Of AJJJ fame. AJJJ fame. Yes. I would say the twins should be a pillar. <laughs> but the pillars are all ships. But they don't, it doesn't have to be a romantic ship. Get out of here. Get out of here. You, you Now you can't sit with us. Now you can't sit with us from that comment alone. Okay. So, again, before we get into the nuts and bolts of things, let's start with Read the synopsis. a synopsis. Okay. Yeah. 
the continuation of Cal, Pete, Sun, and Mork's story. While Cal and Pete's relationship has grown stronger, they are still hiding it from most. Cal is closeted from his mother, and the fear of her finding him out looms over him in his relationship. In the meantime, Cal's mother introduces Nan, her boss's son, as a student in need of Cal's tutoring. When Nan shows interest in Cal, it fuels Pete's jealousy. <laughs> the secrecy and jealousy put a strain on their otherwise thriving relationship. Mm -hmm. Sun has begun to give up his unrequited love with Cal, and suddenly Mork is around a lot more. <laughs> While Sun pushes Rain to stay away from Mork, the younger man's uncontrollable behavior draws him in. <laughs> Sun's seriousness settles Mork down. Despite their constant clashing, the two start to care for each other. So cute. So good. It's a solid synopsis. I I think it's great. So good. Okay. Let's start with the title credits. The title credits. Oh my God. It is such an incredible Amazing. title credits that like you never skip it. It's a non-skip. Again, if you skip the title credits of Dark Blue Kiss, you can't sit with us. Like, you're just literally not allowed. Like, I refuse. So, it truly speaks to my, like, soap opera heart. Like, I grew up on soap operas. You know, I was not forced because I think I remember enjoying them, like, watching them with my mom and my grandparents. Like, it it has the billowy the billowy curtains. It yes. has the it, drama. it sets up the drama, right? Like it has the, the love song. triangle. Yeah, like so the good. song is outrageous. It's and so, good. like, truly, whoever at GMMTV edited this title sequence, like, I'm gonna send them a money bouquet. I love it. And they're gonna be really confused right. because the because the show came out in 2019. And there's just gonna be a note that says, like, thanks for DBK. <laughs> and they're gonna be like wait, they're wait, genuinely yeah. gonna think that they like have a stalker or something like they're gonna be like probably concerned yeah yeah but i mean truly from the bottom of my heart like thanks for dbk yeah like when hundo p those opening credits that one tier oh the single tier that runs down the New tumbler Street. yeah oh when the tumbler hits the concrete okay you know what let's get into the show and yeah. let's start with what is the opening scene of the show but also it's like the crux of the drama, yeah. right? Yeah. The tumbler hitting the concrete. Which I have fig tried to figure out how to get this tumbler. We love merch, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, and so this tumbler, I absolutely need. Yeah. And I have It's been out of stock since I watched Dark Blue Kiss and fell in love because right. Dark Blue Kiss is one of my most rewatched shows. Actually, I rewatch Kiss Me Again way more often than I rewatched Shark Blue Kiss, which is interesting, but interesting. not Kiss Me Again the whole show. Just, just, just the, the BL, BL cut. cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just genuinely love these characters. I love Pete and Cow, and I love their story, and I love yeah. all of this. And so the first time I watched Shark Blue Kiss, I was like, I need this Tumblr. Like, immediately I needed this Tumblr, and it has literally been out of stock on the GMMTV it's website. It's still on their website, so then. I have hope that, like, one day it will be restocked. I feel like they're, I feel like they have some hiding in that building. And one day when I make it to <laughs> Thailand, I am going to march myself up to that yeah. GMMTV building. I'm going to get that visitor's pass. I'm going to ride the elevator up to the fifth floor. I'm going to talk to the little security man. And he's going to go to the back and he's going to be like, I'm so sorry, we don't have any. And I'm going to be like, uh, like, I will offer my manual labor to you. Yeah. Let me come, like, redo your inventory because I know that there's one hiding in that building somewhere and I need it to be mine. Yeah, yeah. we need the tumbler. This is how I feel about this tumbler. Okay, so the opening scene of the show is the climax, that fight scene, that line. 
what are we? We're friends. We're friends. Uh, truly one of the most heart-wrenching BL breakups. Like, I cannot remember another BL breakup that affected me so viscerally. Like, yeah. I still my heart breaks a little bit more every time I rewatch this breakup and I have rewatched this breakup a lot <laughs> and every time my heart continues to break a little bit more I no spoilers for currently airing shows but there's one that I think might get me a little bit more like we were cleaning set before recording this episode yeah. and the song from this other breakup started playing and I literally started crying. Yeah. Like, and you had to be like, Ayla, we have to record an episode. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I need you Get to not together. be crying. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't like, so this might be replaced soon. Amazing. <laughs> but in the current scope of things, I actually think that this is the most heart wrenching BL breakup because it's so filled with like, or it's so filled with frustration and emotion and it's just them building up. And it's like, yeah. Pete just breaks. Like he just right. breaks in that moment. Like his spirit breaks. And it's so sad because Pete is ordinarily so like happy-go-lucky and he's like the mischievous one. Yeah, and yeah. he, you know, and he's not worried, right? Like Cow is the worrier. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like to see his spirit break that way right. it just he's put up with so much so this is this is it, it. kills me. also this is the one of the very few shows that we get a long-term established couple mm -hmm. relationship in the show like they start this show having been in a relationship for three years three years right so they get together and kiss me again and it's their freshman year and then we jump ahead we are yeah. junior year by yeah. the time we hit dark blue kiss yeah which is, yeah, unheard of. So the fact that, like, this couple that has been together, that we truly love, is now yes. breaking up for stupid reasons. Well, not St stupid reasons, but, like, reasons that could be controlled if they just communicated and, right. like, worked through their issues. But really, it's cow. Like, you, of course, are always talk about the fact that, like, non is just... A detail. Non is the straw that breaks the camel's right. back in this situation. And so when they them being dishonest and Cal ultimately being dishonest about who he is with like everybody that he loves. Right. That was going no matter what that thing was that broke them up, there was going to be something. They were always going to break up. Yeah. And so non let's talk about the breakup and the reason. So non has his own issues and we don't like non for lots of well. So for one main reason. So non is just a kid, to be honest with you. Yeah. But Nan's behavior is the reason that, like, people don't believe victims, right? Yeah. So, like, he didn't get this thing that he wanted and he threw this fit. And he, instead of just, like, you know, getting, like, a rebound or whatever, like, something else happening, he lies about what happens. Yeah. And he literally ruins Cal's life, right? He's like, so, if I can't have it, nobody can. Right. He literally ruins Cal's life. And so... Cal loses his job. Cal loses his internship. Cal's mom is about to lose her job. Yeah. Like, he really, truly ruins his life. So, that being said, this is not an excuse for Nan's behavior. But, truly, Cal made some pretty pivotal mistakes with Nan that I think are important to talk about. Because, like, yeah. number one, we're not talking about – so, Nan is a high school senior. Right. Let's say he's 18 for the sake of argument. Yeah. Nan is a high school senior and Cal is – a college junior so right. like assuming the passage of time works the same <laughs> in high schooling yeah, yeah. he's 21 yeah right? there's at least three or he's four like years 20 21 yeah yeah 
And so we're not talking about like an 18 year old high school senior and an 18 year old college freshman, which does happen frequently in BLs, right? Like this is a frequent like BL, you know, relationship. No, no, no. That's not what we're talking about here. And so we're talking about an adult and a child. Yeah. And so essentially what, and on top of that, Cow is Nan's tutor. He's his teacher. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not he's like purposefully abusing those power dynamics, those are real power dynamics. And totally. those are in play here. Like he is in a position of power over this yeah, kid. Yeah. And so you have both of those things going on. And, and even though throughout the show, Cow has constantly been like, I don't like you. I'm not into you. His actions are not matching up with those words. Right. Particularly in in one pivotal scene which is when like kind of everything hits the fan yeah which is when non goes out he gets drunk pete and cow have already broken up as a matter of fact and he his friends call cow and are like oh he's drunk like can you come take him home because if we call his dad he's gonna get in trouble yeah and we don't like non's dad for like other reasons totally totally but in that moment what cow should have done as the adult and as the teacher he should have called non's dad and if he still felt some kind of way about calling non's dad because i think that it is implied in this show that like non's dad is physically abusive we know he's emotionally abusive we know he's a bad guy for lots of other reasons so if he's still feeling some kind of way about like calling non's dad what he should have done is called his own mom right right like who he clearly trusts who he knows would take care of this kid right like she introduced him to him like We know, so like, why did he not call some other adult when knowingly he went into this situation when he knows this kid likes him? Yeah. And so it's just like, it's a really pivotal mistake. And that being said, it doesn't excuse Nan's behavior of like lying and, you know, and like going through all of those things, but it was like a pretty pivotal mistake. There's a a clear grown up and a clear child in this situation. Right. And so when Nan's dad calls him in, so Nan's dad calls Cow and his mom into the office after this all goes down. And he, and Cow basically, he literally says Nan started it. Yeah. And Nan's dad just looks at me and says, he's a kid. You're You're an adult. And in that moment, I'm sorry, but he's right. (laughs) Like this guy, we do not like this guy, but like in this moment, he's absolutely correct. And so it's just like, I don't know. It like, it's a difficult situation. Now, all of this being said, I actually still think that Pete and Cal would have broken up without Nan's involvement because... Pete was in a place in his life where he was ready for everyone in his life to know about his relationship and know about this guy that he's in love with. And Cal's not in that place. And it doesn't mean Cal's a bad person. And it doesn't mean that Cal has to be in that place. What it means is that they probably weren't ready to be in a relationship. But if you're in a relationship with someone, like you kind of have to be on the same page with with each other in that regard. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting. I realized that like, I never hate Cal throughout this whole series like props to new i think for bringing some type of like humanity and sweetness to cal as a character because although like he plays this like just super nice guy like nice to a fault right right and so we get from him just like a niceness and a sweetness and so like as much as you're frustrated with him and you're like dude everyone loves you everyone supports you just like listen be honest about who you are he's just going through something (laughs) Really? He, 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 he is, honestly, he is like he the is, definition so, of yeah. just going through something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, 
And so what I love about the show is that they resolve it very nicely and actually pretty quickly. So right. you get... Uh, and you get lots of fluff. You get lots of the like yeah. sweet Tainu moments. BL form, you get a Facebook Live. You get a Facebook Live. Pete being like... Pete comes in and saves the day yeah. with like his recordable plushie, so which is good. amazing. That he like accidentally recorded because he was so angry. He was holding it yeah. too tight. And so I just love that they give that resolution. And yeah, you get some great fluff moments. You get... Uh, a sweet little like anniversary scene, which what again, I uh, think I think it's important that Cal is the one to do the anniversary scene because again, it shows that like he does love Pete and he is there for Pete. He's just like not come to terms with he's himself just going and, through like, something. He also has taken this like this, you know, male like dom like dominant role in his family and so i think right, he's become the head of his household yeah and so he feels responsible and he doesn't want to cause any trouble right for his and mom he thinks that you know coming out to her and telling her yeah, about yeah. pete although like they hang out he literally feeds him oh yeah so <laughs> we need to remember to ask william about this when yeah, we yeah. have him on because um, we share food all the time we share food all the time and in america we share food with like we share random food with strangers yeah really? i went out to like a work lunch the other day with people that i had just like i had worked with yeah virtually yeah yeah and we were just meeting for the first <laughs> time in person and we all ordered something different and we were all like oh would you like to try mine like it's so good and you'll like put something you'll on put their something plate on their plate right like you're not sharing a fork or anything but like Although, in like, thailand share a fork all the time but in like, thailand potentially you're married you're married point. at that right like i married like some really rich dudes the other day apparently like i don't know oh my gosh that's so funny by thailand rules so yeah so so it's it's very clear. And same thing with the friends. Like the friends know that there's something going on, but they're yeah. like being very nice. And they're like, okay, like, guys. You guys are doing that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Pete and Cal have some great moments. There's that like sweet scene that you know is foreshadowing the breakup when they're sitting by the pool and they're like, what would you do if you ever had to leave me? Or like, yes, what would it be we, like? If we break up yeah. and it's like, okay, guys, you basically just told us you're going to break up. Like we know this is coming. Uh, and there's just like there's just like some sweet scenes like the bus scene where they're like leaning on each other's shoulders. So well, and you get a lot of so there's not a lot of spice to this show, no. which I think is funny. Be which like honestly, in true like GMM TV old school fashion, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of spice, right? Like, and that's just sort of like uh, there's this joke among like I think BL fans, at least all the like BL friends that I have. There's right. there's this joke that like. Oh, it's GMMTV. Maybe we'll get a high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so. Or a fist bump now. A fist bump now. Although, <laughs> oh, please don't talk to me about that right now. I need a minute. But. So, right. Like, there's this joke that, like, the yeah. joke is that, like, GMMTV shows don't have a lot of spice. But it's. 2022. They're going borderless. 2022 is a different story. Boundaryless. I'm ta I'm talking about old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. Like, old school GMMTV. There yeah. wasn't a lot of spice. But the nice thing about this is Pete and Cal have a lot of really nice kisses, not just pecs, right? Like, yeah. so they they have like the kisses that they do have are really nice which like that's never the focus of our show but like they are really nice yeah and like the way that they handle this established relationship 
in terms of like the implied yeah, yeah, yeah. the implied physical relationship yeah. is actually really funny. It is funny. And it's really nice. Wonder, and they promote like safe I wonder sex. If, I wonder if Drake gave them any lessons. Because Drake truly is like the king of suggestive comments. And so I, I feel think like Drake was a baby when this happened. But I, even still, yeah, he like, was he could give them some notes. I think Drake was a baby. But yeah, okay. So speaking of speaking of like safe sex, and this show has literally every type of parent. So you have Pete's dad. Speaking of safe sex, <laughs> let's talk about your parents, kids. So, speaking, so <laughs> Pete's dad like gives him a condom. Right, right. Like right. fully is like, I want he, to no, be he's supportive. Like, he's like, they were giving these out at my office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have like Pete's dad who's like really supportive and wants to know him and wants to be supportive and maybe a little like in his own way. But like he's just trying to make sure his kid is safe. And then you have Cal's mom who is loving but is kind of conflict avoidance and and she's just scared to have that conversation yeah. with him and he's scared to have the conversation with her. And so right. it's not that she's not a supportive mom and they don't have a good mother-son relationship. It's that they're both just scaredy cats. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And then you have Nan's dad who's just the worst. The worst. But Pete's dad <laughs> is truly the OG best yeah. BL parent, right? Like he is – he's – he's the best and he's yeah. the original and you know, we stand. And I think that's kind of like how, you know, you're a grown up when you're watching these shows. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this because we were watching twilight the other day yeah, yeah. and I had mentioned to you, I was like, that's how I knew I grew up is when all of a sudden I was watching twilight and I was like, I was like, the yeah, dad. Charlie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like I get that. And so that's kind of how I feel with like Pete's dad. I'm like, Oh, what a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, now I know why Pete turned out so well because Aww. his dad is so supportive. So, okay, we've talked a lot about the Pete and Cal of it all. Let's get to the Mork and Son of it all. Son and Mork? Son and Mork. And you know what? We were robbed. Truly, we were yeah. robbed by not getting more Son and Mork, by not getting a spinoff. I don't know. What would we call it? Like, Coffee Kiss? Oh. That would be like, really cute. Like, truly. Or just kiss me. Just kiss me. Oh yeah. Just kiss. Just kiss. Like, at the end, at the end of the show, they do a lot of like playful, like don't don't touch me. I'm gonna sleep with your brother. Like just kinda, kiss. Kinda, wouldn't that be cute? Just kiss. <laughs> Which is like truly the like motto of all BL fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now kiss. Now kiss. We, we should start a hashtag. 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 Justice for pod and fluke hashtag sun and mork just kiss just kiss yeah so they're a fun speaking of twilight i feel like it's the same thing where it's like uh sun imprinted on mork and was just trying to be a supportive older brother type of thing because right his brother was friends right with his brother mork. was friends with mork and so he takes and mork him under is his like wing. a troublemaker he's a troubled kid he's just going through something he he also is just going through something. And you know what? There's Speaking a moment of, we're going to have a t-shirt that says he's, he's just, just going, going through, through something. something. So there's a moment actually at the end after Pete and Cow, like while Pete and Cow are broken up. Yeah, yeah. And Mork and Son are like fighting and Mork is working at a new coffee shop. Oh, where the audacity. <laughs> I know. 
where Pete and Mork become friends and they sort of like bond, which sweet. I actually love that moment because Mork is Pete when Pete was in freshman year. So if you mm. watch Kiss Me Again, which like I love the BL cut of Kiss Me Again, there are actually multiple cuts. I have watched every single cut, like every single yeah, way yeah, it yeah. can be stitched together because yeah. I like it so much right. because I love that old school like enemies to lovers trope. I do like it. Like I, I think that might be one of my favorite tropes. Yeah, yeah. And so Mork is what Pete was in Kiss Me Again, right? Like Pete was always getting into fights and he was just going through something. <laughs> and so I think it's so nice when they like bond and kind yeah. of become friends separate from Sun and Cow because yeah. that's their connection. Sun and Cow know each other, right? right. So like that's what I love about that. But Sun and Mork, boy, were we robbed. Yeah. I love also that there is a mountain frolic. We don't get a beach frolic, okay. but we get a mountain frolic. No beach frolic, but we need to talk about this mountain frolic because this show was directed by the one and only, the man that we stand above all others, Piaf. It's so good. So if you watch... He also is a pillar of GMMTV. Yes. <laughs> if you watch Dark Blue Kiss you might notice some similar shots to another Piaf masterpiece, A Tale of a Thousand Stars. It's so true. There are so many key elements from A Tale of a Thousand Stars that originated in Dark Blue Kiss. You got that like rough mountain gang. Yeah. Oh yeah. A mountain gang rides up, but also just like the, the visuals yeah, of the way that they shoot the mountains yeah, yeah. are very similar to the way that they shoot the mountains in a tale of a thousand right, stars. Right. So it's actually like a really fun kind of like pee off Easter egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I also love like they get matching shirts cause they just have to. They, so because there's, there's an, an incident with some noodles. And so of course they have to get, <laughs> new shirts i love how Piaf has two extremes either you get a little burn or you're injured and you need some ointment rubbed on you Piaf loves a good ointment scene like this man <laughs> I, like or I, you get shot and you're in the hospital there's no in between this man loves a good ointment scene so again another Piaf <laughs> easter egg if you're a fan of the ointment and bad buddy your hand just or wait isn't there ointment in together too it's been so long since I watched together. I think there's some like some ointment action in together as well. <laughs> no, I like the term ointment action. So another Piaf Easter egg is yeah. the ointment. And so I actually love the scene where the ointment comes into play. So, so mostly because <laughs> the, the hand the lingers. reason, not even that, the reason that the ointment is needed is that Mort has noodle birds. Right, right, right. <laughs> Like yeah. he gets in a scuffle at a noodle shop over some seasonings. Because you, yeah. As you do. Makes sense. <laughs> and he needs some ointment for his noodle burns. And it just like, it's so funny. Oh, it's, so it's so good. It's so ridiculous. And so I love that. But yes, yeah, so what happens is Mork gets out, like Mork has to go shower because of course he's covered in noodle juice. And, <laughs> and, and naturally they've gone to an inn. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so naturally they've gone to an inn and they're like we need two twin beds and they're like only no, doubles no, of course only doubles left can you guys share a bed obviously 
Yeah. And so. How else were you going to stir the feelings? Yeah. So Mork goes to shower the noodle juice away. And when he comes back shirtless with just the towel around his neck. Yeah, yeah. Son is like, let me take care of that for you. And right. Mork is like, oh, God, no, don't touch me. Right. Because, like, not because he's one of those, like. He's feeling some feelings. Right. The yeah, stirrings yeah. have already begun. Right. The rumblings of his budding. He hasn't been able to play his guitar to fully Correct. realize his feelings. So he's, like, panicked about being touched by this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Son is like, don't be ridiculous. Like, it's on your back. How are you going to do this yeah. yourself? So he turns him around. And he starts rubbing the ointment and his hand kind of like stays. Lingers. It lingers. There's yeah. a lingering hand and, yeah, yeah. and the rumblings, the stirrings. And then he goes to like, he's like, oh, let me see your front. He's like, see. let me see your front. So I, he's like, okay, all done. Let me see your front. And Mark turns around. Mark and turns the, around. The tension is building. And it, they're so close. And the best part about this scene is that you as a viewer are like, now kiss, now kiss, yeah. now kiss, now kiss, right? Like you as a viewer are just so like you're ready for it. Right. And the best thing is so is Mort. Like you can see on his yeah. face that he's like, now kiss, now kiss, now kiss, and now kiss. Like, I'm gonna go take and a then son goes, oh, you're fine. And walks away. Yeah. And like truly a power move. So yeah, truly a power move. So I love the ointment scene in this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think I like it more than the bad buddy ointment scene. I need to rewatch the together ointment scene. I feel like we should do a comprehensive. <gasps> oh my God. We should do an episode about all of Piaf's tropes. Oh, that would be cute. And we just like rank the different tropes. I love it so much. Also, can we just talk to Piaf one day and be like, Piaf, tell us how you're such a genius. Piaf, if you're listening. <laughs> Like, yeah. no, truly. But the thing is, I don't even have any questions for Piaf. Like, no. because I, there's nothing for me to question him on. Everything he's done is perfect. This is like how in our interview with Omen Nanan, which how deep are we in? Oh, we're about, we're pretty far in now. What, 15 minutes? If yeah. you listen 15 minutes in, you yeah, deserve yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. How Ob or Nanan basically said Ohm knows everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about Piaf. Like, yeah. Piaf knows everything, and there's nothing for me to question him on. So totally. I would truly just be like, okay, we have an hour. Can you just, like, talk? Talk. <laughs> Tell us your ways. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then Mork is feeling the feeling. So then he goes and plays his guitar. As you do to work through your feelings. Another Piaf trope. Yes. Yes. Except this one's less, like, emotion-filled. I'm so sorry. Okay, so... I love this. It's it's a confession scene right. that's not a confession scene because they're talking and he and uh son mm -hmm. is questioned by Mork and Mork is like, do you like guys? do you like men? And he's like, but do you? And because I think in that moment, I think that's his consent. Because I was just thinking about this. I was like, it's kind of aggressive that he then just kisses, kisses him. him. But I think he got consent. It's like to my star. Where he's like, you could have moved away, but you didn't. Or no, yeah. Well, he doesn't even say you could have. He says, I'm going to kiss you. Move away if you don't want it. Right? Like, right. he says. No, like, no, no. He says, I'm going to kiss you. Or can I kiss you? He says, can I kiss you? And then he counts, I think. Yeah. And then he kisses him. And then he's like, you could have moved away. It's such a great 
it's such a great scene. So I think he's asking him consent in that moment where he's like, do you, do you, and Mork doesn't say anything or Mork says, I asked you first. Right. And so he, and then he into, kisses him. Which, it's an excellent kiss. It's actually a great kiss. Again, we don't really talk about kisses on series Sundays because it's like not really the point. Because but, also not a lot of shows have great kisses. Yeah. Or a lot this of kisses. show, every single kiss I would say yeah. is like solid. Another Piaf trope. I mean, yeah. barring together, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about together. <laughs> we don't talk about together. Um, you know, but yeah. But so then he pulls back and he and Sun says, Do I still need to answer that? Right. And then I love that and like then, Mork throws a mini tantrum and it's like, I don't know how I feel about well, that. Well, he doesn't really throw a tantrum actually. So what happens is he says, Do I still need to answer that? And then he says, What about you? Yeah. Right, because like that is Sun giving his answer, and Mork at this point has not given his answer. Right, and Sun, and instead Mork, and this is what I like so much about Mork. Again, is he's not one of those guys that's like, I'm not gay, I don't like men. Yeah, like that's not. He's his not thing. an up and gay. He's not a type. He is not a type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just says, I don't know, and right. he walks away because again, in my favorite trope, he's just going through something. <laughs> It's true. So then kind of the storyline of Mork and Son is very sweet because, you know, they're working through like the original issues of what you what they the conflict of their life of like Mork isn't quite sure what he wants and who he is. And Son is right. very much a go getter. And he's like he's trying to further his like coffee shop and he knows what he wants and he knows who he yeah. is. So he's just trying to uh, kind of show Mork that he can also have this like kind of more straight and narrow life and he doesn't have to always be in trouble and that they could be in a loving relationship and so yeah so then they do have like the other good thing about their situation is that once once they have that kiss Sun kind of steps back and he like lets Mork figure out like his feelings. Kind of. Like, he does not... pressure him a little bit in that he's like, I know you don't want to see me, but we need to right. talk about this. And like he does kind of confront him a few times. Right. It might be a little bit more than necessary. Mm. Um, I also love that yeah. Mork goes to like all the like other people, like goes to a couple of different people and is like, I feel this way. I don't think or he like, ever admits he feels. Or a certain maybe kind not, of way. but he's like asking questions related to. He asks sun. about sun. Yeah, he asks, right. He asks Rain about sun. He he like has a moment with Kitty, the ex girlfriend, and she has like a fun little spiel about like how right. she kind of almost pressured son into a relationship and it turns well, out and like, what she says is she's like basically like we broke up because he was gay yeah. <laughs> and she's like. And it's great. And we're friends now. And, and she's like, maybe I'm going to kiss a girl she's now. She's like, maybe I'm into girls now. Which, like, can we get a GL from P-Off? Like, please? He's please. Like, he's, like, taking baby steps. He, we got Ink and Pa. Right. Well, first we first we get this nod to I want to kiss girls now. Yeah. Right? Like, now I want to date a woman. Yeah. In Dark Blue Kiss in DBK 2019. And now, right, like, fast forward 2021, we have Ink and Pa. Yeah. And, like, so 2023. Three, I guess, because 2022 is already locked in at GMMTV. Like, yeah. let's say 2023, full-fledged GL, P-Off. Yeah. Hashtag P-Off GL. <laughs> Into it. So then what is, what is like, they they have, like, a, a tiff because this, this like, gang comes and, like, right. beats so up Mork, Mork. So Mork has promised Son he won't fight anymore. Right. And... 
a, a rough and tumble gang from his past <laughs> from when he was protecting Manau, yeah. who's this little high school girl who's like got a love triangle thing going with Rain. Right. Um, comes to the shop and is like, has it out for him. And he's like, he doesn't fight back. Right. Right. So like they beat the tar out of him. Like he ends up in the hospital. Yeah. Right. Like full, like shot in the side. (laughs) No spoilers. If you don't know what show I'm talking about. Um, and to son again, this is another situation where like, we talked about this a little bit when we talked about don't say no, where I was like, it's not actually Leo's fault that he was upset with Fiat after like the whole thing that went down because like Fiat's past behavior would suggest that, you know, that's what went down. And again, Mork's past behavior would suggest that this was probably like a two-sided fight, although it wasn't. And so Sun is like understandably upset because also his coffee shop gets trashed. But moreover, he was just like, he and he had explained to Mork, he was like, the reason I don't want you to fight is I'm worried about you. Like, he's like, I want you to be safe. And so he's upset and he's like, you broke this promise to me and right. Like all this stuff. And similarly to like the reason that Pete and cow ultimately break up, which is not non it's the fact that like Pete could never have trusted cow that nothing was going on with non because in Pete's eyes, cow was keeping a secret every day of his life. So how is he supposed to trust that there are no secrets going on there? Right? Like when, when in his eyes, cow can keep such a huge secret every single day of his life. How is that? How would be, how would a secret about non be any different, you know? And it's the same thing with Sun and Mark where like Sun is like, how could I, basically how could I trust that you didn't get in this fight? Yeah. And so they like, and then of course Mark's feelings are hurt that Sun didn't believe him. Yeah. He ends up going to work for another coffee shop and it's kind of rain that like pulls Sun out of it and is like, you're being a psycho. He didn't even fight back. That's yeah. the reason he got so hurt. Let him explain himself. Right. He yeah. was like, the reason he got so hurt is that he actually didn't fight back. And then we have like a reconciliation, another very sweet kiss and and matching yeah. t-shirts and matching t-shirts. Barista and barista's boyfriend. I know. I want those shirts too. I want all the shirts. I just love shirts. I bought two shirts from series in the last 24 hours yeah literally i would walk out of the house to go do something and i come back in and you'd be like hey i just bought us these shirts uh, it's for the podcast we got a match a business expense <laughs> business expense we're gonna write it off okay so you, you write it off it's true <laughs> uh what else about this show the friends the, the friends. friends okay wait i want to talk about nikki we need to dedicate at least five minutes to talking about nikki because like okay nikki if you're listening yes <laughs> nikki plays june nikki plays june one who is one of engineer friends one of pete and cow's friends and what i love so much he about has june, great one-liners he's got great one-liners he's such a dork and mostly what i love so much about june he's just nikki it's just nikki like i truly believe they didn't even give him a script yeah. somebody just called no. nikki like it didn't even get put on his schedule officially i think which is why he's in the show nikki so sporadically on set for some reason yeah nikki showed up because like that's where his friends were and he like and he like stole an engineering shirt out of wardrobe and he just sat down and was being nikki and they left it in like this is how i feel like actually when hundo p i want 
to interview Goy just to be like, can you tell me what it's like to live with Nikki? <laughs> like, I am so curious. Like, what must that be like? I'm sure she just sits back and is just like, she just like is entertained by him. Like, I don't know. Like, doesn't actually interact. It's just like, <laughs> we'll let Nikki be Nikki. Just, and that's what happened on Dark Blue Kiss. It's we true. let Nikki be Nikki. We also have uh, Sandy, played by Mild, who is truly one of the best girl actresses in GMMTV because she yes. plays such a variety of characters. She plays a variety of characters and she kills every single yeah. one of them. She and goes from the best friend in this show to in a thruple with Tay in three will be free. Yes. Which and it's so dream. wild. So I was thinking about this because I loved DBK, obviously DBK, DBK. <laughs> I loved dark blue kiss yeah. long before I ever watched three will be free. Right. And it didn't even occur to me when I was watching three will be free that I was watching Sandy and Pete kiss totally because they both both Tay and mild do such a good job with right. their characters that it's like that is pete and that is sandy it has nothing to do with tay it has nothing to do with mild right. and similarly with their characters in three will be free right like those characters have nothing to do with tay and nothing to do with mild and so right. like that's what i love so much about mild as an actress she's just so immensely talented and then also like sandy's just awesome right. like she's a yeah. girl in a male-dominated field. Actually, the whole series is about her. Yeah, Kiss, the first the first show was about was about Sandy right. and another girl. The first show and, like their relationship. The first show is a is about Sandy. Yeah. Like and so Sandy is just a really And her cool relationship character. with the other guy, Fata, mm -hmm. played by Mech. And so like their little friend group is really funny because like they have a lot of these moments. Like I love there's a moment where uh June always brings up non because he <laughs> knows that like it's gonna that like it, it gets on peas. And so yeah. there's like a moment where he like gives him his shirt because he's like, You're gonna be an engineer, <laughs> like let's check this out. And then there's another moment where he's like, I knew he was bad news. You guys are just idiots. Like he fully calls <laughs> he, them stupid. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I love the friends and also they're really supportive of Pete and cow at every stage of their relationship, right? Yeah. Like they're understanding when they break up, they're understanding before they're willing to tell anyone they are supportive when they get back together. Like yeah. they are just fully on board with their friends happiness right. at every stage of the relationship, which yeah. I think is nice. I also really love as an ex-girlfriend role, Kitty played by Apple truly is one Kitty's of the, a great ex-girlfriend. Yeah, she's one of the best because like she's not there to she she just she dissolves the conflict. Like she truly is like yeah. she's like be cool, bro. Like yeah. we work through this. Like there's no jealousy. She's there to help. She's there to help her ex-boyfriend with his coffee endeavors. Like she's proud of him as a friend because they she says they were friends first. Mm -hmm. and so she wants to be friends after. and her only regret is that they kiss which like girl if your only regret in life is kissing pod like <laughs> you you're doing pretty good maybe i take <laughs> back the fact that she's a great girl because <laughs> that is not okay okay so all the friends are amazing also like manau is a sweet girl like she's that whole yeah the like the straight relationship is actually the one that i care the least about and it's, well, and it's so small also to wrap things up we have a guest appearance by 
our babies neopooin neopooin which okay if you're actually i was gonna say if you're new to bl but maybe even if you're not new to bl because this information just i think it's lost in all of our brains so easily yeah because you saw it again and you were like oh yeah yeah. and you said you've seen this show a million times because yes i always forget so neo and pooin are actually an og gmm tv i know when we watched because you're my boy i was like wait i was shook it already seen futz and so we were like oh neopooin brothers and then yeah. when we see them shipped in Cause You're My Boy, right. we were like. Which is why I love watching all of the GMMTV BLs because there's always those moments where like in FUTs, there's that funny moment where Neo kisses Pooin's forehead. Right. And he, and he like, says. Do you think I'm a pervert? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your brother. Something to that effect. And so I love those moments where you're like, if you are deep in that BL life like we are now. Then those things are fun, but you well, don't and what's it funny about after. it too, when you think about it, is that Neo and Pooin, Pooin, despite the fact that they were babies when they did, because you're my boy, right. they had to have workshops. <laughs> oh I know, God. like what? They had such fun energy in that show because they fully recognize that they're like 14 in the show. Right. They say it; they're like, "We're 14. This is ridiculous." Yeah. But it. And it, they're kind of having, having like, they're best friends, so they're just having stirrings. This is not a Because You're My Boy series. No, no, thing. no. Although we need to do one. But so, yeah, continue telling, like, their their role in Dark Blue Kiss right. is important because... So their role in Dark Blue Kiss is really important because they... It, it's sort of, like, implied that you're seeing the grown-up versions of their characters yeah. from Because You're My Boy. Or the... A little older. Not yeah, grown-up, yeah, yeah. but no, a little no, no, older. No. Um, and... We meet them when Cal has just gotten this job as a tutor and they walk up and they're kind of like bickering mm-hmm. about like how to get to where about they're going. how to get to where they're going. Yeah. And they're just having this like little like they're just bickering, which is very Pete Cal, like yeah. Pete Cal bicker it, which is actually the only time that you see a similarity between Pete Cal and Tainu. Yeah. Um, but so they just like bicker and yeah. new. And at this point, Pete and Cal have broken up and Cal sees Neo and Puin and he like he gets nostalgic for the friendship part of his relationship and and so like that's nice because he's obviously already missing the romantic side of the relationship with Pete and so like these two boys bickering really you can see bring him back to like just that friendship that he's now missing that is not a part of his life and like it it's such a small but important role in showing the importance of like the whole relationship. Right. Yeah, I this show is so good. It it feels very much like a soap opera without being too dramatic. It's one of those shows that I showed this show to somebody recently because I had to rewatch it for this and it was somebody who had no previous BL experience, no previous like Asian entertainment experience. And I was like, let me show you this show. It's ridiculous and amazing and wonderful. And she was fully into it. I was like, aren't these credits wonderful? And she was like, yes. And I was like, aren't these boys beautiful? And she was like, yes. And so I was like, this is a great show that if you want to get your friends into BL, this is a great way to start. You know, I never would have thought of like DBK as an intro, but it makes so much sense because the tropes are so strong. And as much right. as I'm excited that in BL in 2022, we're getting away from like the elect, 
the you know the engineering major and the college yeah, yeah. campus and the the swimmers right yeah. like this is another very strong trope across this is like so the swimming pool situation well, you have to have a reason to be shirtless most of the show I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe that's what it was for Waterboy, which I only bring up because you won't stop talking about Waterboy, which is highly confusing for me. Like, Bethany, why? It's because Top Tap. No, it's not because you literally like two days ago tried to convince me that Big Earth and New, their kiss in Waterboy was like a really good kiss. And I and I fully never even finished Waterboy. Just like full disclosure, I yeah, never finished yeah. Waterboy. And I was like... No, it wasn't. And you were like, yes, it is, Ayla. You were like, you didn't finish it. Maybe you don't remember. And I was like, no, Bethann, it's not. I was like, no. And you were like, yes, Ayla. And you were like, just rewatch it now. You were like, it's been so long. Like, you just need to watch it now. And I was like, okay. And you put it on the TV. And I was like, Bethann. <laughs> no so <laughs> it was interesting I, I think you just was it was it anyways anyways the nice thing about dark lucas and and like why yeah it actually is a really great one to start your friends on is that it has every single one of the tropes but they're done really well yeah. and this is all credit to pee off 100b but tropes for me are comforting yeah. And so, like, in this case, it's a, it's, there's a familiarity to it, but it's still a new story. And it still, again, for me, breaks my heart every time. And, yeah. it, like, it's just so, I mean, it's a comfort show. Yeah. It's a comfort show. Uh, I love Dark Lucas. I love Tainu. Love Tainu. I love that they're still going strong. Yeah. Well, I, I would argue, so there has been some talk that, like, the ship is sinking. No. I, I disagree. They just I came out with like a Chiang Mai travel blog. Right. I mean, they don't they don't have like a show. Right. They do a lot of couple work. Their so the ship, ship is, is still strong. alive. Yeah. Yeah. The ship is still And they're sailing. on like the season of school rangers. Right. They're they're still going strong. Plus, like Tay's always hanging out with his grandma and giving us great content. I mean, I love Tainu as a ship. So yeah. like Last season, I got outed that like Tainu is my go-to ship. Is my yeah. so not my favorite boy. My favorite boy remains war. Always on that war agenda. Debatable because you're always talking about Alfred these Here's days. Here's the thing: <laughs> Alfred is like a nice distraction <laughs> while I wait for love mechanics. Like oh. because truly, while war's busy, you've moved on. Okay, I have not moved on. Like <laughs> I would throw Alfred off a cliff a to get to war. One hundred p. Sorry, could, Alfred, my dude. But like, you could have a different boy in every country. No war, war, war is number one in my heart, always yeah, and yeah. forever. Yeah. I would throw literally all these boys off a cliff to get to war if that was what was presented in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Um. So no, I'm so offended right now. I am so Continue. offended right now. Ship, this is your ship. favorite ship. Tainu is actually my go-to ship because I love their. I love the way they approach couple work. Mm. Like I love They're that they friends. are the quintessential example of fun friends. I love that they have like known each other forever. I think this is another thing people forget that Tay and Often New actually all joined GMMTV at the same time. Like they yeah. joined together and they were co-hosts of this like game show. Yeah, yeah. Um, A while ago, GMMTV did a series where the ships like had to memorize essentially our lost in translation, Amazing. but about each other. Yeah. And I think it was, I think it, 
I, it was off that was saying that he and Tay and New uh, like had had this conversation that no one was going to call each other P mm. when they joined because that they wanted to all be like even. So like yeah. those three have actually been friends for a really long time and right. it shows in, in yeah. the Tay New shit because basically what happened is like it was truly GMMTV being like, their friends maybe they want to kiss because yeah. everyone else had already been established if you think about how long they had been friends like yeah. i think that Offgun got established even before tainu I, yeah, I think so. puppy honey came out before yeah yeah the kiss before kiss me again for sure um i know we need to do a whole episode of like the history the of, jeremy bear me of, of bl, of BL <laughs> ships just like who started when, when Although that would popular. be highly confusing when we go to talk about Big Earth because my dude, Big Earth and Pod have just like. Yeah. They've been recoupled a few times. Uh, yeah. And Cowtongue now but at this now, point too with we'll 5515. We'll always have Earth Mix. And Pond Fluid. <laughs> Pond Fluid. I, uh, I always think, and I saw a conversation on Twitter recently about how we should just start talking about like shipping like coupling up other boys like how interesting that would be i okay i am fully supportive i want at some point every boy in gmm tv to have been paired up with each other for a project yeah and then i can rank which ship is the best out of all of them this is what i want so interesting <laughs> but so tenu their ship <laughs> <laughs> they're a quintessential ship because like they are the definition of their just fun friends and like i love the way they bicker they like get yeah. in fights and they argue with each other and they're also like really physical with each other yeah, <laughs> as yeah. in like they like will push each other and they'll like i feel like om nanan are the new tainu yeah another another om nanan interview spoiler like how when om was talking about how after they had done the martial arts classes he fully like lifted Nanan above his head and then body slammed him to the ground. Like that is it. such Tainu behavior. Yeah. But like to an extreme. Like yeah. it's Tainu behavior, but, but make it right. It's Tainu behavior, but make it Om who's like a six foot two right. ridiculous. Well like, and Tainu are now 30. So <laughs> yeah. Om and Nanan they would hurt their knees. Yeah. Like yeah, Tay it would hurt their knees to do that, Tainu. I highly yeah. suggest Dark Blue Kiss. I love everything about this show. It's so good. It's so good. It's okay. so good. Before we go. We have merch. We have merch. <laughs> Buy our merch. Seamless transition. See, it's so seamless. Um, we used to have the t-shirts close enough to like. Okay, well, they're not close enough because they're about to go in the mail to two very special yes. boys. If you want to get the shirts that our season two guests get after we chat with them. You go by the t-shirts. We have t-shirts. If you watch the Omnian and interview, you'll see us wearing our sweatshirts. Our, our Yinditon Rapsu yeah. Let's Talk BL Citywide podcast t-shirts uh, in Thai. There are mugs. There are mugs. There's a gang daddy t-shirt. We're going to add to our like uh, different phrases. Somebody suggested he's just he's going, just going through, through something, something which we are so adding. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's super easy. Honestly, like, we tried to price it as cheap as humanly possible. We make no profits on yeah, these. Yeah. Um, and we there's free shipping in them. the United States. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, shop.letstalkbl.com. Yes. Super easy. Uh, yeah, buy our merch, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this has been Let's Talk BL. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk BL. See, See you, you next, next time. time. <laughs>